Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. The things that the newbies do are like they focus on things that are kind of that lottery ticket that we call asymmetric risk type of opportunities, which, yeah, you might make a ton of money, but you're going to strike out a lot of times to get there. It's a whole theory of, you know, you'd rather make a lot of base hits in baseball as opposed to going after, you know, the three run home runs, or the grand slams. Hey folks, your rich uncle here. We're gonna talk a little bit about some of the mistakes I've been seeing people make out there in terms of following the wrong influencers. Two people that people talk a lot about uh, investing advice is Elon Musk, who is more of an entrepreneur, business startup guy, and Warren Buffett, who just quite frankly has a lot of money, so he buys good companies already. So the, my problem is like a lot of you guys are getting started on this wealth building path and you guys will pick up like a Warren Buffett book. But you know, that's what you do when you already have money. Elon Musk, is he's more about starting businesses, which a lot of you guys aren't. Most of you guys out there are, you know, it's just starting in a job, right? You guys are salary guys. You guys are not making your own business. And, you know, it kind of drives me crazy every time I start to see Elon Musk spouting out, you know, crypto investing advice. And don't follow Elon Musk for investing advice. To me, he's just trolling everybody. He went off and said that, you know, his company Tesla was going to start using crypto as a way of, you know, storing some of the liquidity. And then shortly after he came out and he just did a 180 and said they were going to stop doing that because of environmental issues. You know, Elon's a smart guy and I think he knows that it's not really an environmental thing because the people who are really mining this stuff are mining it using renewable energy sources and not just off the grid. And which makes me believe that Elon is just kind of trolling people. So, you know, I guess we're getting into the whole talk here about like, you know, what to invest in, what are the things that the affluent invest in? You know, crypto, right? Like, I don't like crypto because it's not a real tangible asset. Sure, it's sort of seen as a currency like dollars or gold, but it's not really real. Um, it's not really time tested yet. And my biggest thing is it doesn't produce cash flow. Rental real estate is something that people pay rent for, and it's something that, you know, I think it, it benefits the average person and it creates that value there. Whereas, you know, gold or crypto, you know, what value does it have other than the store of currency itself? All right, so I have this list of things that I see other sophisticated investors doing, and I think these are some things to be taking note of, because they're not just guys trying to sell people on courses, newsletters, or trying to get as many YouTube likes, which by the way, go ahead and smash that like button. So the one thing I see the quietly wealthy people doing is they don't go after the sexy investments. They go after boring investments such as the things that you know we like to do here, which is rental real estate for the working class, right? Nothing's more boring than renting out to people for $700 to $1,400 a month rent, right? The things that the newbies do are like, they focus on things that are kind of that lottery ticket that we call asymmetric risk type of opportunities, which yeah, you might make a ton of money, but you're gonna strike out a lot of times to get there. It's the whole theory of, you know, you'd rather make a lot of base hits in baseball as opposed to going after, you know, the three run home runs or the grand slams. 
So once you get rid of all these like sexy investments, like what the wealthy do is they try and cut the noise. There's so many opportunities out there and a lot of this is just shiny objects. They focus on the one sector that they understand and they focus in and build a network and they build systems around capturing those ideals or operating them themselves. Me personally, you know, maybe real estate's not the best thing out there. I think it is though, but it's something that I've kind of built my business around and I focus and build partners in this arena and start to kind of improve our systems to get more profits out of each deal. Another thing I see is like, you know, people who are very sophisticated, they partner with other experts in the field. You can only take your real estate investing or your operation up to a certain level before you start to have to pay nice with other people. And part of that means giving up equity and coming along with somebody else who has already built those systems that you're looking to do. Unfortunately, real estate is also something that anybody can do and there isn't a big barrier to entry. Therefore, there is a lot of competition in the lower rungs. And what I mean is, you know, a lot of people are competing for those one to $5 million properties, which is why we like to kind of stay above the crowd and go after these larger apartment complexes. I mean, people ask me all the time, well, why real estate? I don't really particularly like real estate, um, but what it is, it's something very stable and it's been around forever. And I think everyone needs a place to live, especially in a country where the population is ever improving or ever increasing with immigration and just general population growth. What I see real estate at the end of the day is like an end game strategy. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day and they had less than $100,000. And I told them, you know, I, I was trying to figure out, well, are you making a lot of money at your day job? You know, the guy said I was money making maybe 30, 40 grand, but he had the side business, right? So I asked him about the day job and he made it seem like he wasn't really going to be going anywhere in terms of upward mobility there. He was kind of tapped out. But then the business, you know, he said he had kind of been getting that going lately and he had some customers and he just needed to you know get more clients because he had built this wheel that worked and i told him yeah don't invest in real estate yet take your 10 20 dollars that you kind of profit at the end of the year with your day job and your business and go put it to paid marketing or hire staff right that was going to be the biggest way that that person could invest in themselves now for some of you guys that just work a salary day job that may mean just going after a next promotion, getting paid there more. Or for some of you guys, it may mean simply just to save more money at the end of the day so you can invest it in something like real estate. Now, you guys can check out my free remote investor e-course by going to my website at simplepassivecashflow.com turnkey. Check out that page and get signed up for that remote investor e-course there. If you guys can't find it, drop me a comment below. We'll try and put you in the right direction and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Lane is not a lawyer CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.